So, hi everybody, and welcome to this episode of Undefining Boaty Put. Ah, let's start again, that again. <laughs> Good job that we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> hi everybody, and welcome to this uh, episode of Undefining Beauty Podcast with my wonderful guest, Anthony Mattis. Welcome, Anthony. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having hi. me. Great to have you, man. So, um, when if I could ask you a question, what? How would you define beauty? What is beauty for you? Well, you know, so many, there's so many different things. Um, two things popped at the same time. When people, like, as far as people are concerned, like when, when people are being themselves, when people are utilizing whatever gifts, whatever talents, whatever capacities that they've been given, and they're actually sort of like in the energy of that, in whatever way, shape, or form, it doesn't even have to be like someone making a gazillion dollars. It's just, but you can see that they have a, lo a love for who they are and who they be. And I find that to be very beautiful. I also love like with, with regards to bodies and it doesn't matter what shape or size it is. I actually find the way bodies move through space, a very beautiful thing. And even with animals too. I mean, I just like to see movement and motion i've always found that to be a very beautiful thing to to yeah. to observe and um and then like nature I th you know when i think of beauty i think of just the way nature is you know yeah. the trees the plants the flowers this beautiful earth and planet that that we live on our skies uh the oceans and so even rocks <laughs> i find yeah. them to be yeah really beautiful so um there's so much there is so much. There is so, so much. And I mean, you work a lot with bodies and you're a magician with bodies. And uh, I, I mean, I see something similar to what you said when I take in pictures of like, I mean, when I see somebody, I also see the beauty. And I'm yeah. also aware of the judgments, which for yeah. me is that that creates the ugliness. And right. Gary said something brilliant when I was creating this, you know, the Undefining Beauty class with him. He said something absolutely amazing. He said, beauty is everywhere in the universe and ugliness is created. Mm -hmm. which is wow and uh, so i went into like how you know what i'm doing with, the, with when i see somebody I, I see exactly like you said you know just beauty i'm yeah. aware of what ugliness they might be putting in place with judgments or whatever yeah but i mean i've i've received a few sessions from you and i see so much expansion in my being and my body mm -hmm. with your sessions that could you say more about that transformation of actually more beauty with what you're doing and your contact with bodies and, and that part of it? Yeah, that's a great question. Cause I'll tell you, it's, it's probably the, the times in my life where whatever judgments I have about me disappear. Mm. And so there's something about when doing uh, these energetic sessions, uh, you know, we call them SOP, Symphony of Possibility, or ASB, Anthony Synthesis of Being, and then ESB, the Energetic Synthesis of Being, which was all created by Dr. Dane here, um, co-creator of Access Consciousness. Um, there's something in the process of working, because we're not just working with the body, we're also working with the person's being in, the, in these types of sessions. And when, and, and one of the first tools we learn in access consciousness is to, to learn to live in and as a question. So when I do sessions, 
and literally ask energetically, like to the universe, not even to the person, like, like what energy space and consciousness and choice can I be to facilitate whatever it is that this, this person is asking for with total ease. And so as I ask the question, it's almost like the question in, of, in and of itself guides me mm-hmm. and it guides me to this sort of space where I'm actually embodying and engaging with the molecules of the universe, the person's body, the person's being, nature, the earth, you name it. And so it just becomes sort of like this beautiful dance. Mm. And um, and it's just a beautiful space to be in because in that space, there is no, no judgment. If I do become aware of any judgments, I know it might be something that's coming up for the, the person that I'm working with. Um, because for me, it's just this beautiful space of possibilities and it's just so much fun. So if I do become aware of something like that, I'll lean over and maybe ask the person a question about how they're doing. And then we may do some verbal facilitation to go beyond that so that they they can actually start to perceive their beauty, but it's more on an energetic level. We get so caught up with beauty being what we see on the outside. And I know, and I always used to hear Oh, beauty's like not what's on the outside. It's on the inside. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I know. But when you're standing next to somebody who, you know, looks like a supermodel and you feel like, you know, you're this tiny little person in, you know, in Lord of the Rings, you know, you don't, (laughs) it's like, it's hard not to go into judgment, especially what our society makes so valuable. Right. And so, (laughs) um, but I don't have that when I do sessions, I don't have that when I'm being me. I don't have yeah. that when I'm having fun. I forget about all that stuff. I forget about what our society holds as valuable. Yes. And that all dissipates and goes away and it becomes irrelevant and insignificant. And so to me, and that's what I love about the tools is to, uh, it, it's a way of inviting people for them to access like the essence yeah. of who they are and yeah. get in touch with that. It's so true. I mean, and God, it's so, you touched some buttons there when you said that, that I, I actually, in the last few months, I actually started realizing more and more of when I'm not being me. And and that joy that you brought in the sessions that, that I did with you, and I did one with together with Amanda a while ago, and I don't know if you remember it, that was hilarious and, yeah. and explosive, and it was just amazing. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, and that is when I'm being me and when, when we're being asked, like you said, is this, there's none of that shit. There's no judgment. There's no limitations. There's, there's just this playfulness and creation and, and, and inclusion of everything and everyone. Yep. And possibilities, which is and awesome. possibilities. Yeah. And possibilities. Yeah. Cause possibilities becomes crucial, especially when you feel like your back is up against the wall, whether it's, you know, with money, uh, in relationships or just uh, disease, whatever. Yeah. It's like when you feel like your back is up against the wall, when you have this sense that there's something else that's possible, it gives yeah. you that sense of hope that a lot of people don't have today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then especially now, you know, when we're recording this is just in the holiday season and uh, there's a lot of that going on and a lot of that stuff going on in the planet in general right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I mean, that related to bodies, also for me is that I, I see how, even if I think that I'm being me and I'm being happy and whatever, if I take a look in the mirror and I'm actually looking at my posture, for instance, yeah, I see where I'm actually being me or not. 
because I realized that lately I've been going through a lot of weird stuff and, and I was like, you know, be more like this rather than like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, and it's so funny with the body, how it actually changes shape. So I notice it in pictures, you know, where, when I take a picture and after facilitating a person, their body starts changing actually. And, and there is no more judgment that could be had. Yeah. And, uh, do you do you do you see that also when you do your sessions? Because I mean, I see it when I do your sessions. But yeah. do you see well, it? you've taken pictures of me too. So you know, just speaking about your sessions as a you know photographer and all that, it's like that because you know I always hated posing. Like if I know I have to pose for like you know pictures for my business, or if it's sort of like when it feels contrived, you kind of take the force out of having to pose for someone who's not yeah. like to doing that i could do that if i'm hanging out with friends laughing drinking no problem but it's not like i'm doing it like for the business or for this thing and so you have a real lovely way of like taking sort of like the pressure out of it mm. and also work with the judgments that the person has coming up for them that's like right in their face and you have this way of dissipating it for them so they could be more natural in front of the camera which is awesome so and i'm great well, i mean you. i'm actually not doing anything so i mean everything you said is actually your job so <laughs> I'm just like, hey, I have no point of view. I have no judgment. And that's the invitation you be as well. That's mm. what you are as well all the time. That's cool. Thanks. Because I've, you know, I've taken pictures with other people and sometimes I look like death's warmed over, you know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Rig? I'm like, so yeah. So again, it becomes a dance between two people yeah. and create something greater. So yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, again, when I'm doing the sessions, it's really like, you know, working with the tools, tools of access, which are really just these set of pragmatic tools. And cause I've done body work as a chiropractor before. Yeah. It's a totally different space yeah. when I'm doing these energetic sessions with, with access. And so, you know, sometimes a lot of the session may just be trying to break down the walls and barriers that someone has put up, you know, mm -hmm. for 30, 40, 50 years, maybe because yeah. of. A bunch of abuse they've had maybe because yeah. of i don't know their lives being turned upside down financially or maybe through divorce or something so they're they're in this protective shell so to speak so a lot of yeah. times like when doing a session with someone it may be just to sort of start to unravel that protective shell so that they, they can start to actually access more of them and then they yeah. can also realize that whatever they have decided is set in stone doesn't have to be so for their future. Like their future can be malleable. It can be changeable. They don't have to let their past dictate their future. And so, so that's a lot of fun to be able to play with those energies in, in the middle of a session. And then you normally someone will get up and they're super grateful because they have the sense of hope for their life yeah. and their future. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first, I think the first session I did with you was in Costa Rica. I think, yes, it was. It was during a seven day with uh, with Gary Douglas and Dane here. And and that was a life changer for me. Mm. You know, I was not necessarily going through any. I was having a great life at that point. I was super happy and whatever. And and that just amplified everything and gave me completely perspective and more space. And there is this this thing of no judgment and invitation of more of that. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could talk more about other areas of your life or things that might pop up where where we're actually using judgment to to actually somehow uh 
darken or hide rather hide the beauty that actually is there i think i spent most of my life doing that to be honest with you up until you know again like i said you know i've been involved with access consciousness for 11 years now but maybe i would say uh eight years as a facilitator so it really hasn't been until using these tools on a daily basis and on a regular basis where I started judging myself way less. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So it's like I would make myself wrong for being too short, too many freckles. Uh, you know, I, I was not in. I was not in even the average academic classes in school growing up. I was in the remedial classes, and so according to the systems of education, I was. I was. I was under even what the average intellectual person should be, and so. Yeah. I kind of felt dumb for most of my life. So, so I hid a lot because I was like, if I put myself out there, people may discover that I'm remedial, like this, like school said I was right. Yeah. And then, but then there was something also, it was like this conflict because something was inside of me and I'm like, am I remedial or do I have a, just a different way of learning? And the institutions of school didn't have the things in place to help me to excel you know, and so it was definitely that because I'm not dumb. I did go on to university to get my degree and uh, I became a doctor of chiropractic care. And I kind of had to go the long way and work really, really hard to prove I wasn't dumb. <laughs> I realized a lot of why I chose the academic world was to prove I wasn't stupid, to realize yeah. that maybe I would have been better off just getting a technical degree in something. <laughs> so I spend most of my life really also hiding because I was like, okay, if I really put myself out there as a leader i have no credentials like zero according to this reality you know yeah. and so i shied away from doing that for for many years i hid i never liked giving you know talks in front of groups yeah. um i was always afraid someone would ask me a question that i couldn't answer or i wasn't smart enough to know or they might ask me a word in English, in my own language that I wouldn't, I didn't know what it meant. I'd be like, gosh, well, I'd have to look it up in a dictionary, you know? So it was always these fears of not being smart enough or being exposed for being, yeah, you know, less than average academically, like I was told in school. So, <laughs> so a lot of that had to do with a lot of the hiding, um, you know, and then when you have a mother who was like, just get a job with benefits, you know, drive a truck for a living, um, you know, go be a postal worker. You know, it was like, there was, I'm like, I want to, all I know is I want to help people. Yeah. And yeah, maybe I do suck in school, but I'm going to try my ass off now and maybe get tutors wherever I need to. Yeah. But I wish I had that when I was a kid, you know, had my, yeah. you know what I mean? So nor here nor there, but um, I hit a lot because of that, because no one looked at me and said, yeah, go be a leader in the world. You can do it. Yeah. And so I had to figure this out on my own. I had beautiful mentors along the way. I was also a seeker. So I studied a lot of different spiritual things and all that. So along the way, I would meet mentors that saw something in me uh, that I couldn't see in myself, but there weren't the tools that they were using weren't strong enough to snap me out of wherever I was locked up. And that was, didn't come until access. Yeah. You know, the, the tools by far unlock those deep, dark places. And all of a sudden I started to perceive me.
Yeah, that is beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, yeah, I mean, for me, the tools are, are magnificent because they don't bring you to conclusion. They don't limit, you know, every definition for me is a limitation. And uh, yeah, that's what we get in everything else except for access, basically, where it's being and asking the question, living the question. So, yeah. Yeah. Huge gift. And, not an easy way to live, though. We're not, none of us are oh, trained no. that way. So even yeah. after 11 years, I still have to remind myself, okay, go to question here. Go yeah. to question. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, I mean, you know, for me, as you know, you know, I've been going through like ups and downs lately and whatever. And again, there is like this muscle that is really needs to be trained all the time. Yeah. And, uh, but every time, you, you know, after you go, what I experience is when I go from this, this valley and I go back in my peak, then I go, wow, that value was actually required mm. and getting more and more into that. So actually, you know, having gratitude for all of it, which brings me back to using the tools more and more often and being in the question more and more often of actually getting to the point. Yeah. And we all get into those periods where we're judging the crap out of ourselves and everything is dark around us and whatever. Uh, but even there to ask the, having the guts to actually ask the question, what is right about this that I'm not getting? Mm. And, and another one that I love is what's funny about this that I'm not laughing at. It kind of pisses me off sometimes, but it pisses me off so much that. that I start giggling. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. That's okay. yeah, try it, try it. It's very efficient. It will. will piss you off. <laughs> I'll use that in classes though too, so if no one's laughing at my stupid jokes. <laughs> yeah, use it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wonder how much this conversation and your vulnerability and brilliance has actually is actually, you know, contributing to so many actually watching this and uh, and perceiving this energy. And it's certainly a contribution to me. That's for sure. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate. It. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so because it it's is. like it is. I just I would like if anything, I want people to realize that you know sometimes as we go through life, as we grow up and whatever, we only think the things that are available to us is what have been presented to us by our family and the inst different institutions that we may be exposed to. But yeah. it, there's so much yeah. more than that. There really is no form and structure except for the ones we've decided yeah. are for, you know, that within the boxes that we have to live in. And, and that's not true. And so I wish I would have, have known that. Well, I think I've always known that. I just didn't find the playground yeah. where I can sort of explore me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until now. And I'm seeing, I mean, I've done, you know, a couple of shoots with you and I see the difference from the first one to the second one and so on. And, and, I, and I see this journey and I see this journey in all of our friends that, uh, that are in access and, you know, people that are choosing to actually live their life in this, in this crazy way of being in the question rather than the answer. And, uh, yeah. and it's so brilliant how we actually keep changing all the fucking time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Anthony. I would like to thank you so, so much for this. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, well, you know, it's like, I believe like, you know, when we're generating and creating our lives, to me, that's when life becomes a, a beautiful space and a beautiful like life in living. It's more of like, I don't want to say an action, but it's like a, like, it's like a being. Right. So when we're able to be who we are, to me, that's the beauty of, of living. 
And it's not about what we look like on the outside or anything like that, or even the adoration or validation we get from other people, but simply being who we are in all areas of our life. And to me, that's the gift. That's the beauty of being alive and having being having the joy of embodiment while we're here. Yeah. True story. Thank you so, so much for that one. Pleasure. Wow, what a space you created with all with this conversation as well. It's just like, thank you, my friend. <laughs> brilliant. So um, the brilliant Dr. Anthony Mathis, thank you so much. <laughs> and see you guys on the next one.